It's officially spooky season. Spooky season. Spooky. And we are unsolicited <laughs> advice here, here to bring you today. Oh, the terrors and chills, horrors and nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> we should try an opening one time. That's every other word. Right? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to unsolicited advice with Ashley and Taryn. We are here today. Welcome. <laughs> Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. So hard, but also very, I, we should start doing that more often. Yeah, or like SNL, teaser. where you're like, you try to guess what the other person's oh, saying. I'm brilliant at that. At guessing? Yeah, I think because I'm good at reading lips. Uh-huh. So I just stare at the person's mouth and I'm like but pretty good at it. I think that only works if you have someone who's really good at enunciating. Because I know people who talk who barely, like, their their lips don't yeah. really move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that would be, It's you know, the partnership. It's the partnership Yeah, for me sure. and Ryan play that 50/50. all the time. 50-50. Anyways, guys. Should we play? Well, <laughs> I just want to give a, a heads up. Ash is on one today. Ladies and gentlemen, I am on my second caffeinated yes, beverage, and it's only 10 a.m., so but you get out what? of my way Monday. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's not that. It's the There's fact so much more going into this. That it's October series. And I don't think anyone understands how obsessed we are Thank God. with this segment. When I say that we ended the last October series and I've been looking forward to this one ever since, I, I truly mean it. Taryn yeah. and I, we love advising you guys. We love hearing your stories. Like we love all that stuff. But this is our season. Yes, it is our we season. We are emerging. <laughs> Butterflies, zombie <laughs> butterflies to butterflies. <laughs> we are blossoming into fall yes. because this is where we belong. Yes, it and is. Um, we are here to bring you all the spooky, scary content that you should be listening to uh, during October. Yeah, it's like it's the vibe, right? It's the like vibe. it's which me and Ash like. We talk about this all the time. Like when we give studying advice, we're like, light a candle, make sure there's light, make sure, like it's the vibe. And so the season, when you have seasons, you Uh have a vibe of a Mm -hmm. season. So we're definitely in it. Now, I just want to say goodbye to the people that have to check out during October series. (laughs) You know, we hear you and we see you. We understand because that's what's so funny is me and Ashley are actually like terrified of most we're, of we're what not we good read. at this stuff. We enjoy it a lot, but we're not good at handling no. it well. I usually don't sleep well most no. of October because <laughs> of the no. stories you guys. Send. I still have nightmares about some of the stories we've read, but we love again the vibe. So, but we totally get. There's a lot of you that will message us and be yeah. like, "I'll check back in in what comes after October, November." November. <laughs> um, so goodbye to you. We love you. Welcome and we're to so proud the new of people. You. We're so proud of them. Yeah. For boundaries. drawing that boundary yeah. and taking doing what they have to do. You know, we Gosh. love that. 
Let's not give life-changing advice right now. Okay, okay, okay. It's I'm not sorry. the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me we hold just that. Can't help. Let me hold that. We just can't help it. Um, <laughs> I will say though, I made a very big mistake, and I read my story last night. Rookie I'm, move. You know, part of it was I just procrastinated, and the other part was like I can handle this. Mm-hmm. But my story that I brought today, mm-hmm. it messed me. It messed. Hell me up. no! I remember. In my very up. first October series, two years ago, I remember doing the same thing. I had procrastinated one night. It was Sunday night. I had had a very busy Sunday, and I didn't get to reading emails till the night before. I had full body chills yeah. in my bedroom by myself, mm-hmm. and I remember sleeping with the light on yeah. and the TV on, and it was a Disney movie. Yeah, Pretty sure it was Pixar, because I was like trying to like calm myself yeah, down from the scary. stories you guys were sending me, and even if we didn't read your story out loud on the podcast, it doesn't mean that I didn't read it. Yeah. So I read a lot to find the one that I chose, so going to bed was just rough. Rough. I definitely was like, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> What's one of your me? wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. What is one of your favorite October series stories from October the, from the vault of October series? Uh, from October that's, series past. <laughs> that's hard because I'm like, what qualifies as a favorite? Is it which one had like the most where I was like, oh my gosh? Because there's one that I think about on a regular basis. The cornfields. Yes. Yes. Also the the eye, the red eye in the yes. keyhole. Yes. That one I I was like not well. Yeah. I wasn't well with that one either. <laughs> once I like once I realized why it was red, because it was yeah. her eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we need to move on. We need to move on. That if was you guys not haven't listened to our other ones Welcome. I mean, it's October, so it's a perfect time to go back and listen again. We like literally listen to our own episodes again. So I re-listened to the cornfield one in preparation for this because I was like, I need to get into. I listened to it yesterday while I was cleaning my room, and I I got myself in the zone and I got myself like into. I was like, okay, like we're entering into October series. Let me listen to some old ones, and it was good. Those are honestly the only ones I re-listen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's freaking get into it because my story is a little lengthy. So um, is mine. Oh, we gonna be here for a yeah, while. Yeah, but that's the thing because we don't really like give advice. We give like, holy crap, what we would give I responses. do if we I react. Was yes, yes, yes. We react. We react IRL. IRL. Because I'm a cool kid. I know you are very that. cool. You are very <laughs> cool. The coolest. Um, I have a tearing it up. Thank God. You know, I figured I'd step it up for October series. Um, okay. This one is... Oh, if you guys don't know what a Tearing It Up is, yes. if you are entering into this as a as a newbie, um, we have a funny segment that is specifically for awkward, embarrassing moments that you've experienced in your life. Um, it's titled Tearing It Up because Taryn is... Oh. Has experienced... I just had a Tearing It Up. You yourself? I'm gonna just really. We're gonna blow past I mean, this. You really, we got you really, to do. you really just interrupted me. I'm but that's so fine. sorry, Ash. That's I'm proud fine. of you for telling me that because you know I know what? it bothers you. It does bother me. Sorry. Do you want to No, it's too late. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. I remember when you were like, "The reason I don't like getting interrupted is because I forget," and it's, I was like, "That makes so much sense." I. W- Finding Nemo, I'm Dory when it comes Aww, to a lot of Dory. things, when it comes to talking. Um, and I mean, I don't, this is not, I don't hate anyone that does this, but if I get interrupted, 
it takes everything in me to hold on to that thought. <laughs> and if and if I don't have that in me in that moment, it's yeah. gone. And there's it's nothing gone. I can do. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was just gonna say I um my so my key, my car key. Oh no. It died. Mm-hmm. Like the battery's been dying. So like I'll be driving and something will pop up saying no key in car. And I'm like, no, it literally is in the car. It's just dying. Yeah. So you know how like you can shut your door and your car doesn't lock if your key's inside. Well, it didn't register that my key was inside. So I locked my key in the car. My mom was close. So she's like, oh, I'll drive the spare. She comes with the spare. I was like, okay, let me run it and go to the bathroom before I leave. So I go to the bathroom. I set my key fob on my phone. Do my thing. I get up. I flush the toilet. I grab my phone and I forgot the key fob was on there. So I turn to go. The fob flies, literally lands dead in like the middle of the toilet as it's flushing. And I didn't even have time to react. Like I literally watched it just go and like (gasps) suck the key. Just flush down the toilet. So... That is like my life. I was literally sitting there and I was like, what is happening? And then I walk out and I tell my mom and she goes, if that's not on the podcast on Monday, I'm going to call in and tell it myself. Genuinely, guys, there's a reason. I feel like people don't fully understand this. There's a reason it's titled tearing it up because shit like this only happens to Taryn Renee. The weirdest stuff. Yeah happens to her and I'll be there next to her experiencing the same thing standing right next Mm -hmm. to her and like the volleyball hit her in the face not me you know and even though we're like inches apart like that's her life so she texted we have a roomie chat um, and she texted me and my sister and I literally looked up and was like of course that happened to Taryn I was so when I called the lady and told her she was like I've been working here a while I've never heard that and I was like that makes sense to me if you knew me like <laughs> yeah. that makes sense not shocked at so, all so $350 later <laughs> most God. expensive bathroom experience I've my ever had God. anyways moving on okay so hi Ashley and Taryn hey my name is Audrey and I love your podcast this story is one of those that has potential to be terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> but in reality, it was just me being overly paranoid. Did I add an extra syllable at the end of paranoid right now? I didn't it hear felt it. weird. Okay. This happened a little over a year ago during my lunch break between my first and second online class. So I live with my parents, my grandma, and my two dogs. My mom was the only person awake at the time, and she had just left to get my grandma some balloons because that day was her birthday. A couple minutes after she left, our home phone started ringing. I didn't recognize the name, and I knew that the area code was my city, so I figured that it wasn't any family calling to wish my grandma a happy birthday because most of our family lives in New York, and we're in Florida. So I thought it must be a spam call. I just picked it up and hung up to make it stop ringing. Then the number called again. I did the same thing. I was starting to get a little freaked out because we've all heard the story of the serial killers who track you and then show up at your door two minutes later with a knife. So when it kept ringing a third time, Mm -mm. a fourth time. No, 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 no. I finally picked up and I yelled, stop calling and hung up. And they did stop calling. About 10 minutes later, I hear a knock at my door. Mm -mm. A man wearing all red is standing outside. Red? And parked out in the front of our house is a white van. You know, the white. The paneled kind? Kidnapper. Oh, hell no. 
Hell no. This freaks me out. The serial killer who called me is now here, obviously. <laughs> I immediately call my mom and ask if anyone was supposed to be here today. She says no, tells me to yell through the door. As I get close to the door and look out from another window, I see the logo on a shirt. No. Was he wearing a jumpsuit? Like a work with suit? With dread. As I realized that I had left an edible arrangements delivery no. guy standing <laughs> on my porch for five minutes. I awkwardly went outside and he went to get the arrangement from his kidnapper van. Uh-huh. When he came back and handed it to me, he said, I tried calling to see if someone was home, but someone kept hanging up on me. My face got so red, but I just laughed and acted clueless as I went back inside with the edible arrangement sent from my cousins as a birthday gift for my grandma. Oh my God. I felt so stupid because I was ready to fight for my life and kill the poor man on the porch. Honestly. Anyways, there's my story of my insane paranoia. With phone calls and knocks on the door. I hope it was entertaining to read. And I love, love, love your podcast and the October series. I literally re-listen to old episodes all the time. So much love, Audrey. My God. Isn't that so... That's happened to me so many times where I'm like, I've accepted death. Yeah. And then it's like something so opposite from what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Also, can we just take a moment? I love a good edible arrangement. I do... The chocolate pineapple. Yeah. Should we start getting those? Should for each we other? just randomly just presents for, for each other? Yeah. yeah, I love that. Specifically, the pineapple and Thanks, the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! So good. Ah, uh, well, love that, and I love a good October series tearing it up. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. You ready? Is it time? <laughs> Is this? Do we drum roll into Dim this? Dim the lights. <laughs> Turn up the sound. Put on Light your October candle, series merch. Grab a By blanket. the way, did we say anything about merch yet? Oh my god, that was our one job. It Taryn. was literally our one job. If, if wait, yes, we okay, have one day left. This is coming out. You have literally today and tomorrow mm-hmm. to, to shop. buy it, and then it's done. Like yeah. we literally just did a week because this is specifically for which you October guys asked series. for because we've mm-hmm. only been doing like two or three days max. Um, but you guys keep showing up full force and wanting yeah. more. So we gave you a full week to yeah get save your pennies and go ahead and buy a sweatshirt. Um, we're super excited for this one. Taryn and I designed it ourselves. And it's just the right amount of like our witty, you know, personalities yeah. and our October series. So um, we're super stoked on it. And we can't wait to see you guys in it. Be sure to post photos oh my gosh, and tag please. us because yes. we love... We love, love when love, you guys love. say hi. Mm-hmm. I'm I just not fe- joking. I just I think felt this like is Aaron one of my Mankey. favorite. Oh, I just felt like Aaron Mankey from Lore. Oh, because he's like, yeah, follow yeah. me and be sure to say hi. I love it when people say hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just felt like him. <laughs> Anyways, I'm clearly a big Aaron Mankey fan. He yes, follows me. It's not a big deal, but Aww. I love him. Okay, fly. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, guys. It's ready. I'm ready. I'm going to dive into mine. Do it. 
since you did the tearing it up. Okay. Which means I get to like chill, chill and relax for the last one. I'm so excited. Um, This one is, she gave us a little intro. Okay. This one is titled October series, All Dogs Go to Heaven. And she writes, dogs, she writes, hi, Taryn, Ashley, and Mark. What up, Mark? That's you. I'm so excited for the October series, and I wanted to share my story with you. Thanks for reading. I found it incredibly nice to write it out. It seems more real now that I'm detailing it out, and it isn't just a memory. Love you all, and wishing you a great start to the holiday season. Best wishes, Megan. Oh my gosh, I just had to take a deep breath. Ready, Mark? Ready, Taryn? Cue the creepy music, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Taryn and Ashley. I don't know about you, but I think of your name order this way because of Zach and Cody. Not sure if anyone else thinks that too. It's just strange the other way to me. Ha ha ha. That's funny. <laughs> well, I I still agree with, you know, alphabetical order, but it's fine. It's fine. The people have spoken. My name is Megan, and yes, you can say my name. I am so very excited for your October series. I've already binged the previous two years on a recent road trip, and it made me think of some of my own to share. This story came to mind because it left a lasting impression on me and my mom. Just for background, my mom is an Enneagram 9, and I am an Enneagram 6, basically the reverse of you and your mom, Ashley. That's hilarious. She is religious, and even though I'm no longer a practicing Catholic, I do consider myself spiritual, and I can be a skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. However, it's experiences like these that make me question what is really out there and why. I find it incredibly intriguing. Hopefully you do too. So here's my story. Growing up, my family and I moved into my grandparents' old farmhouse just outside of a small town in Arkansas. Shout out to Taryn's fam. Yeah. It was the house and town my dad grew up in, and it is so pretty out there. Our plot of land is just under an acre, and the house is surrounded by fields on all three sides and all owned by local farmers. It was very picturesque. You had to turn onto a rickety old wooden bridge which passed over a massive creek just to get to our long circle driveway. I used to hold my breath because I was terrified we would fall, through every time we drove over that bridge. You could see the sprawling rice fields back behind the house and the tiny semi-trucks driving on the highway a few miles away. We had two neighbors close by, but that was about it, just farmland. Our road was nicknamed Dump Road because a lot of people would abandon trash in the huge creek, which was about 12 feet deep. Something that was also dumped a lot were unwanted dogs. What? pregnant ones, puppies, or hounds that had difficulty being trained to hunt. It broke my heart, but thankfully my family opened our home to any that came our way. We were known as the, quote, dog people. Which is so sweet. It's like 101 Dalmatians when they have like the farm at the end. I know. (laughs) Why am I crying already? I'm so scared. (laughs) At one point in time, we had as many as 12 dogs. Oh my gosh, my Each dream. and every one of them had bright orange hunting collars that my mom would get in bulk at the tractor supply, and the neighbors and farmers knew that they were ours. They roamed free, but always came back at the end of the day to welcome me and my brother home from school. Stop it. When the weather was too hot or too cold, we would pile the dogs into the front hallway of our small farmhouse. I would 
sit with them on the cold tile floor and read books or do homework. It was pure bliss and I love those memories the most. Usually the dogs were all very well behaved. They knew it was a privilege to be in the house and my mom would fuss at them if they didn't. However, there's always one that would give trouble. This was Rose. She was the smallest of the bunch, about Jack Russell Terrier sized, and she would burst through the door and run circles around the living room, jumping on the couch before being shooed out. Zoomies, she got the zoomies. It was so hilarious because we always expected it. If she could squeeze past the barricades, she would always come and say hi. Rose was definitely not a pretty dog, but she was so ugly, she was cute. (laughs) Her face was scruffy and her fur was wiry and black and gray-haired. We lovingly joked that she looked like a toilet bowl brush. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love it. I love Rose. One day the dogs ran off as usual, heading to the train tracks or the forest to play while we went to school. But by nightfall, Rose had not come back. This has, okay. <laughs> this has only happened a handful of times before with some of our fur babies, and each time it ruined us. We just didn't know what happened to them, and that was what was so painful. Whether they got lost or died trying to get back home, we knew it wasn't good. The pack always stayed together, so we feared the worst since she was so small. My mom was devastated, and we mourned her in the days following her disappearance. In the middle of the night, about three days after she disappeared, I woke up to the deafening, long-drawn howls of a pack of coyotes very far away. The sound would echo over the fields and make it to my window at the back of the house. It was a terrible way to wake up in the middle of the night, but it happened often. My fear never lessened, though. I rolled over and went back to sleep. The next morning, right before we left for school, I heard my mom sobbing uncontrollably and ran to the living room to see what was wrong. My dad stopped me and my brother and he said we would discuss later because we would be late for school. He rushed us out the door without a word. The whole day I was nauseated. What could have possibly happened? It wasn't an emergency because we didn't call the police, so I was very confused and upset. Once we got back home, our parents sat us down on the couch and told us what happened. Rose had come home last night. She had been severely attacked by coyotes. I had heard the howling. I won't go into details, as I'm sure you could imagine, but it was horrible and gruesome. She had died in the backyard right next to the field behind our house, and my mom was the one who had found her. Our baby had come all the way back home to see us one last time and die in peace. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm Why fine. would you pick this? You know my dog got eaten by coyotes. Stop, Taryn. Stop. <clears throat> My parents didn't want us to see her that morning, and we were too shaken to discuss what happened, so they had rushed us out the door. My dad stayed home from work and buried her in the back corner of our land with the others that had passed before her. We were all so heartbroken. I used to think knowing what happened to our dogs when they passed would make me feel better, but it didn't. At least now we could begin slowly moving on. The next night, my mom and I were home alone, sitting in the dark watching TV in the living room. She sat in a giant one-half chair in the corner, and I laid back on the couch. It was late, and we were heading to bed soon. All of a sudden, my mom sits up in her chair, and in a huffy, frustrated voice says, Rose, what do you think you're doing? I look up, and I see Rose 
poking her small, scruffy face around the corner of the couch, and then it finally sinks in. My mom and I freeze. We don't know how to react, so we sit there and stare at her quietly. With tears in my eyes, her face fades away slowly in the darkness. But I saw her clear as day. Her death had been so recent, our instinct was to fuss at her for slipping past the barricade like she always did. My mom began crying again, asking if I saw her. And I said yes. I ran over to my mom and we hugged for a long time. We thought we were crazy, but we both had the same gut feeling. We both knew it was her. Instead of running around the house like the loose cannon she was, Rose had poked her head around the corner of the couch, almost like she was checking in on us and saying a soft goodbye. <laughs> I'm literally... 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 I'm Okay, I gotta get through this. (laughs) Pull it together. Oh my god. To this day, this means the world to me. Although I'm generally a skeptic, I obviously know there are some things I will just never understand. I do believe that a love so pure can do incredible things, and I think that and I think that is what happened in this instance. She wanted to make sure we were all right and to thank us for her time on earth. It makes me truly believe that all of our fur babies are still with us. Not okay. <laughs> Each time I visit my parents, I can't. <laughs> I hate you for Megan. Each, <sighs> each time I visit my parents' house, I'm comforted. Not only did they protect us back then, but now they are still watching over us even today. I still can't believe what I saw, but I wholeheartedly believe that what I felt. I know that all dogs go to heaven, and I sure can't wait to see them. Hug your fur babies tight tonight, and know they will be forever with you. Love you both, and again, thanks for reading my story. I'm not well. Me neither. Why did you do this to us? It Ash? was such a great story. <laughs> Megan, you wrote that beautifully, and I love Rose so much. I have a dog named Rosie. <laughs> and it got me. Not me finally wearing makeup to a podcast recording and sobbing it all off. I feel like I need five minutes. Can we take a break? (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Well, let me take us back to what should be talked about, which is death, ash, people dying. Not dogs. Just kidding. This is not about people dying. Sorry this for is, all the sniffing in the microphone. I know. I well, feel like I'm. You know, once I get triggered, <laughs> takes me a I minute. I was talking about me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not at you. I'm not okay. I'm. I'm not joking. At least I know myself. At least three times today, I'm gonna be just sitting in silence and think about it and do one of those. <laughs> you know those cries where it's just like and then you like cry for two seconds and then you're like pull it together one muffled little like choke back and then yeah oh my gosh okay alright now this story is a straight up movie thank god 
And what kills me about this one, you know how like, you know how like in, in scary movies or stories you hear the people be like something scary happens and then they like continue to go and you're like, mm-hmm. what is wrong mm-hmm. with you? Mm-hmm. That is me like at mm-hmm. least five times in the story. Yeah. Like well, the also, scream movies when you're like, come on. Like why? Would you, you idiot? Yes. Um, but also I'm glad you guys did because we have this story. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to, because my my whole thing is I'm always like, I don't really believe in that, right? Right. But then it's like when you have things that happen to multiple people and they all see the same thing, like I have a hard time with that. Also, just as like, a, just to throw it out there, I am a skeptic. Same. Yeah, yeah. But then I'll read stories and I'll talk to people who have experienced things and I, I've never had anything happen to me, but like, why why would they lie? So yeah, you guys are really like messing with me here. And I think your mind can do weird stuff to you, especially sure. when you're in a state of fear. Mm-hmm. But who am I to say someone's experience isn't right exactly. or like true? So mm-hmm. I just choose to remain in an area of it's not real <laughs> for my own mental <laughs> right. Right. sanity. Do with that what you Please. will do. I don't will? know what I'm saying. Okay, Do with that what you will. Hi, Ash and Taryn. I hope this story spooks you enough to read it on the podcast. Well, it did. And it caused me not to sleep at all last night. So, (laughs) Taryn, well, it did. Well, it did. Can't wait to not sleep tonight. Okay. Everything I'm about to tell you is true and happened to me and my friends. There's an incredibly small town about five miles away from my house. However, this town isn't like the rest. The town has a population of roughly 400 to 500 people with nothing but homes, two churches, a post office, a park, and a bridge entryway. There's an old tale about the bridge entryway. Supposedly, years ago, there was a teenage girl who hated living in that town so much, she ended her own life by jumping off of the bridge. People now say she haunts the bridge and curses anyone who dares to drive under it. And legend has it, if you stop your car right underneath the middle of the bridge and place your car in neutral, the ghost will push your car uphill and get you out of the city. Girl. (laughs) Okay. A lot of people from my school had tried this and said it's true. So naturally, me and my friends just had to test it out. Obviously, yes. N- absolutely not. No, obviously, yes. You would you would go. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No. That's a, that's a hard pass for me. Hard pass. Okay. Me and my two friends, we'll call them John and Sarah, decided to drive out on a cold late September night to this supposed creepy town. To add to the suspense, we played creepy music quietly in the background just to give ourselves an extra scare. That's excessive. While driving up the single windy road, we looked around and were surprised to see a very small cemetery to our left. It had an old gate entryway and was extremely small for a cemetery. The gravestones were all tiny and looked aged except for one tall gravestone that sat in the middle. We were wondering why no one had brought up the details of the spooky cemetery. We contemplated going in, but decided to proceed straight to the bridge. 
<laughs> I'm getting scared. Okay. <laughs> You're fine. You're in the light. You're, You're with your friends. It's daytime. I'm you have Jesus on your side. <laughs> okay. We did what everyone else did in our school. We drove straight underneath the bridge, placed our car in neutral, and waited. John was in the back seat laughing and promising nothing was going to happen. And if anything did, it was certainly gravity or the wind. After a couple seconds of waiting, we all gasp as we slowly start feeling the car move. And it's rolling uphill. I'm going to throw up. Oh, no. We watch Sarah's speedometer, and it's slowly increasing. Now, their their car is in neutral. Going so uphill. So even if, like... Even if she was like messing with them, you can't, if you push the gas when your car is in neutral, it just like revs the engine. It's not like it goes anywhere. It's also super loud. Yeah. Like the engine rev would be super loud. So you'd know if it was her. I can't. The hair on the back of my neck spikes up. The atmosphere in the car started to feel even more cold. Mm -hmm. And the spooky music in the background suddenly wasn't funny anymore. After being pushed about 500 feet, Sarah puts her car into drive and tries to laugh it off. Well, I guess the tale is true, she nervously says. However, the story doesn't end there. Oh, my God. We weren't done looking at this haunted town. What is wrong? What is wrong? You just had a... you A ghost just pushed your car uphill. Oof. Why would you... I would not... Why? Oof. Ooh, ooh. Why no. would you continue? No, that's enough. Why would you continue? That's enough. That's enough. I'm, I'm not well. Okay. We proceed to drive into the town very slowly and start taking it all in. The roads were dimly lit, and there were no other cards on the road that night. We start commenting on odd things we saw, such as a deer standing completely still in the middle of the sidewalk, or how most of these houses had no garages, yet there were no cars in sight. We saw multiple homes with flickering lights on, and at this point, we were officially starting to get spooked. At this point. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. At this point. I've been spooked. <sighs> After one or two minutes of driving, we came across the park that sits right in the middle of the town. Right across from the park were these two churches, only 10 feet away from each other. John insisted we park the car and do some exploring around the area. I'm always a sucker for an adrenaline rush, so after convincing Sarah, we parked the car and got out. We were immediately met with a chilling breeze and leaves falling from trees in all directions. We were walking towards the park when all of a sudden each of us stopped in our tracks. We see one of the swings swinging back and forth, uh-uh. back and forth, no. all on its own. Sarah claimed it was the wind, but none of the other swings were moving. Mm-mm. I can't. That's a ghost. I can't. That's a ghost. That is a spirit going on a swing. Just wait. Swinging. After walking by, we notice one of the churches is extremely run down and old, and then one next to it looks newer. Why not just remodel the old one, Sarah says. John starts walking closer to the older church, and me and Sarah warn him. He laughs and says, relax. If you hadn't noticed by now, John is not the type to believe in anything supernatural. In fact, he gets joy from proving others wrong. Me and Sarah follow slowly behind John while he walks around the building. I feel goosebumps forming on my arm and I tell Sarah I feel uneasy so I'm going to just wait by the car. I take only a few steps back when I hear one of the most horrifying sounds, John screaming. 
I sprint back in his direction and he's shaking yet laughing. I get that because you know when you're like scared and you're like laughing. Yeah. Me and Sarah ask him what happened and he says he saw a figure staring at him through the abandoned church window. Mm -hmm. He described her as a teenage girl with short black hair and bangs and skin pale as snow. Oh God. However, not only was she staring, she was slowly poking at the glass. Dude, I'm done. I hate this so much. Poking at the glass? Like, like tapping it? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. That's when he screams and ran. He demanded we go check the window and see if it's an old mannequin or something that could have been mistaken for a woman. We start making our way closer and closer to the window, and as me and Sarah peer in, we both gulp. There was absolutely nothing to be seen. The room is completely empty. John is perplexed, and the color slowly drains from his face. Let's go, he says firmly. We start making our way back to the car and plan on speeding our way out of here, when all of a sudden we look up. Directly across the street from the church was an old house, and from that house we saw a dark, tall shadowed man staring at us Hmm. Sarah gasps and stops I yank her hand and we all start walking even faster all of a sudden we hear the door to the house open and slam loudly behind us I hear his wooden porch steps creak as he makes his way down and that sends us into a full sprint Sarah's scrambling for her keys and John's already yanking on the car door handle we are no longer in direct eye view of the old man but we can hear his footsteps my body is filled with fear. I feel the hair on my on the back of my neck lifting and goosebumps forming in every part of me. We get into the car, lock the doors, and Sarah slams on her gas. My heart is racing, and I set my head back on the seat, taking deep breaths. While driving away, I look back and scream. The old man has a knife in his hand and is shaking his no. head vigorously. No. I yell at Sarah to drive as fast as she can, and we're all hyperventilating. Oh, my God. Eventually, we escape the town and resume back onto the single windy road. I start looking around and peer back at the old graveyard with the swinging gate, and suddenly my goosebumps are back. I can feel Sarah look over at me, and she slows the car down. Guys, I say as I point to the graveyard, we all look over and see a doll about one foot tall with snow pale skin short black hair no with bangs and a white dress i have chills sitting on the tallest gravestone in the graveyard john takes a deep breath and i can hear him swallow i look back at him yet he doesn't look back up we drive home in complete silence i still don't know all the answers of that creepy town i don't know if the rumors are all true What I do know is, there is something unnatural happening there. Is the old man really only trying to scare us and all the other kids that come and explore? Was the figure that John saw the ghost that haunts the bridge? Anyways, thanks for reading this email, and I hope you have a happy Halloween. Love. Anonymous. Oh? (laughs) I hate it. I don't know why when I read scary stuff, it makes me gag a little. The doll (laughs) that he saw in the house tapping the window. Was it the ghost of the bridge? I just feel like tapping the black hair with bangs is so specific. specific. Yeah. And not like 
the grudge black hair like short with bangs yeah. is very specific and like they made a point of like studying the graveyard before yeah, 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 and yeah. specifically and that, that tall gravestone yeah. and if they would have seen a creepy doll like i think they would have remembered yeah uh, yeah especially if they could see it from the car like that's yeah uh-uh and I quickly go to, oh my gosh, it's this town is in on it. <laughs> They're all just like yeah. messing with him. And like, that's the only thing that's going to make me sleep tonight. But like, terrifying. So I have an interesting story. No, Ash, no, no, this no. is going to scare me even more. <laughs> just, it's interesting. Okay. I am from a town called Marina Valley. And there is a very similar story that has been talked about off of one of the overpasses to a freeway where it. supposedly a car accident happened um, with a school bus and all the kids died. Supposedly. No, how sad. Supposedly. Okay, okay. I don't know how factual this is. I just, I remember being in fourth grade hearing this and then going to high school in a different town where one of the teachers had also heard the same story. Oh my gosh. So the story goes... That there was a car accident with a school bus full of kids and everyone died. And the rumor was that if you go, you have to go at night because it's a very busy street. And the only time you could do this would be like late at night. Um, but you have to stop at the very beginning of the overpass, put your car in neutral. And supposedly you'll see a bunch of handprints on the back of your car pushing your car forward. No. It blows my mind no. how similar that is. Oh my gosh, I hate this so much. And the rule was to get your car really dirty. So you could see So that. you could fully see the handprints. No. And they were specifically very little handprints. No, I hate I hate this. I hate this. Yeah, that's something that I literally grew up hearing. <sighs> God. And I, it's weird how similar that is. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. My whole I have like I feel hot, but I have like goosebumps. I'm sweating, and I just... but I'm cold. <laughs> and what is it about the cold? It's always it's like always six cents. It's yeah. Six cents. Oh my gosh, I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. I hate it so much. It's just like the six. Mm -hmm. Every time we do October series, I'm like, yay, October series. And then while we're reading the story, and, like, and I get in our car we and we're like, <laughs> do we go binge Disney shows? Dude, it's just nuts because like. Even if, like, even if you're like, I believe nothing, like, mm -hmm. you still, like, as humans, we have stuff that, like, ignites fear, right? Right. I mean, that's why people like scary movies and all this stuff. Like, a lot of this stuff is, like, not probable of things that could happen, but it's it's that feeling of, like, how does your mind make sense of something yes. that you don't think is, like, reality? Yeah. And, and it's I, just nuts. And I think innately there's so many things that we just simply do not know. Like space, for example. Like the depths of the ocean. There's so much that we have no idea. We have yeah. no comprehension of what's actually going on down there or up there. <sighs> so that leaves wiggle room for our imagination to, yeah, you know, kind of play around and be like, ooh, this could be a possibility. We I'm don't unwell. Know for sure. Yeah, I'm unwell too. That was so well written. That was too. Really, I felt like I was like in the can story. Can we just take a moment to slow clap for you guys? Good job, guys. We told you guys we wanted all the details, and you guys came through with all Delivered. the details. It really makes a story. Now, to our listeners, if you are sitting on a scary story, maybe your grandma experienced something, you experienced something, a friend, doesn't matter. This is your sign. Grab your laptop, send us an email. And do the same as these 
people did please <laughs> include all the details we want absolutely everything it really makes the story go from like you know 90 to 100 yeah I like it really just like brings you into oh, it. Oh, you, know? you know, it's good when I'm not reacting, when I'm just like so quiet and I'm staring at Taryn. That's when you know yeah. it's good. It's so hard. I try to just like read through it, but then yeah. I'm like, I need a yeah. break. But tapping on the window, nah, 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 nah dude, nah, imagine nah. seeing something. It's always, but that's the thing. It's always the su- like the subtle things because. If someone just looks at you, if you turn a corner and someone's in a window and they're like, bah, and like yeah. banging, you're scared and you run. It's the but suspense. It's, it's the things that make you take a second glance and stare until you realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine being like, is that a thing? And then like noticing her finger. Go- like, it's those or like when the serial killers just do the slight head nod. It's mm-hmm. like. It's the tiny things that make you like you're not scared enough to immediately run. So mm-hmm. you take in more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it's, it. It's bad. It. It's bad stuff. I hate it. Bad news. Well, to carry on tradition, mm-hmm. we're going to end with a dad joke, mm-hmm. but a Halloween themed dad joke. Because, you know, it's so appropriate. We're extra like that. We have to. Why is the cemetery a great place to write a story? Um... I don't think you're going to get it. I really have. When I say I have no, I have no idea. Okay. okay. I, I genuinely, my mind went blank. Because there are so many plots to choose from. No. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's really good. That's brilliant. That's, really, that's a great, that's a great we October a series dad words. joke. Yeah. Um, and as you guys know, if you made it to the dad joke, we love you the most. Thank you so much for listening to our first October series of the season. Um, our third season, which is just That's wild nuts. to me and Taryn. That's Remember when nuts. we used to daydream about making a podcast? Yeah, actually. And well, here we are. I, you. <laughs> True. I just brought you along for the ride. I just said I'd go to coffee with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have an idea. <laughs> I was like, you want me? Okay. What about here? We are on our third October series. Wow. Um, We are so excited for the upcoming stories. You still have time. It's not over. If you have a story, please write it in, submit it. Also, I should have said this earlier, but we make the best October series promos and they are coming in hot this season. So follow us on Instagram and get ready for some of the funniest content that you've seen from Taryn and I because we're about to go hard. We love it. We love you guys so much. much. We love you. Happy October series. Yes, go buy your merch tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Last day. Love you. Bye. Bye.